it's late that we are recording this for the uh, latest in a long time. But uh, it's Wednesday night live. <laughs> and uh, you've been packing a lot, and you're a little wired, and I'm just a little wired from being up. Amanda's out of town, so Savannah and I are just watching Twin Peaks on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> Really living it up. You know, yeah. (laughs) You know, that's the the funny thing. Uh, Sometimes my wife will go out of town on work trips or whatever. And I'm like, this is my chance to live as a bachelor. I'm just like (laughs) doing the exact same thing. Just watching like Hulu or whatever. Scroll up on the couch, going to bed at 830. (laughs) Like a real sad human. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that's funny. It's it's weird too. It's like not having another person in the house. I was like, like he was glitching here a second ago. It was like pausing on us. And I was like, I don't have an Amanda to yell at. She's, she's not on the internet. <laughs> well, like we said on the last episode, even though she's not in the state, you can just tell her to just get off the internet, yeah. get off the Wi-Fi, you know? So she's still in the state, but it's a big state, and she's far away. And either way, though, I'm, I'm with you. I should probably text her, but I don't have my phone with me. But yeah. uh, she might be messing it up. I don't know. I mean, odds are, yeah, that's probably what it is. Look... Amanda, I'm sorry. You know, you listen to the show and you're one of our biggest fans, uh, but that's how, that's how it plays. Amanda, stop listening to the show. <laughs> it's, <at> least, <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> did you call her Amanda? Uh, hey, Amanda. <laughs> I'm going to tell you now. I swear I heard that. That's funny. Gabagool. I've never heard it like that as a nickname before, so that like I was like, oh, Amanda. Hmm. She would probably <laughs> hate that. <laughs> it was unintentional. I it's was right. uh, I was just 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 trying to protect her um, sanity. Yeah, just don't listen to the show. <laughs> if you're a subscriber to this podcast, what are you doing? Just stop it. There's no point in this. <laughs> Guys, come on. We actually got a new we, uh, person on SoundCloud the other day, and I was like, really cool. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks. What's going on? What's going on with their lives that they're forcing themselves to uh, to listen to this? Listen, it's great. It's. Uh, Comedy gold most of mm-hmm. the time. I'd say like eighty mm-hmm. percent of the time, maybe eighty-five. Oh yeah. <laughs> that another comedy nuggets. <laughs> right here, because uh, I think we're doing it. Okay. And I'm. Steven. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do name yep. spoilers. Got it. I'm Stephen. Yep. I'm Brent. And uh, welcome to a late edition of Let's Talk About Stuff. No matter when you're listening to it, it's late for us. And uh, whoa, we're having fun. Whoa. Do you ever imagine, I didn't really quite go there, but do you ever imagine like, uh, sometimes not during the podcast usually, but like a few times when I'm doing voices or jokes or whatever, uh, I'm, I'm kind of mimicking like what I would do on the radio. I'm like, I don't know what I would do on the radio to like fill time. This is like a set amount of time that we have like once a week. And it's like, yeah, I can joke around here and there. But mm-hmm. like, sometimes I feel like I want to go wazoo and like honka honka, like have, a, you know, have stuff around me <laughs> that I can like interact with. Sometimes I need to feel like I, I gotta jazz it up, you know. A lot of people don't know this, but Stephen is currently in solitary confinement in a Texas prison. <laughs> His, uh, he does get one hour a day to record oh, this podcast, but it often runs long. So you know, the warden's pretty cool with Stephen. He's like he's cool. a, he's a well behaved inmate, so he's like, okay, just like go until you're done, and then you're done. So listen, that's my life. <laughs> Bread speaks the truth, people. <laughs> I, uh, I see that you got another teardrop tattoo on your face. Uh, uh, <laughs> it's practically dribbling down your chin at this point, but all right. I've got like 18. I've got 18 of them. 
Uh, but people people think it's for uh, killing people. It's actually every time I replace my Brita filter, it's a drop of water. <laughs> <laughs> people don't know that about me. I drink a lot of water. Man, I can attest. Yes, yeah. I don't like to brag, but I'm currently drinking water, so... What? You know what? I got that water for days. Cheers, bro. Oh, my God. Salute. I already drank because you didn't pick yours up, but that's okay. Yeah, no, I, wasn't, I wasn't quick enough. Mm. All right. Man. Agua. I can taste the H2 and O oh. on that one. Hey, can we slip into soda chat real quick? Let's do it. Uh, so, <clears throat> excuse me. I went to go get my haircut today, and on my way back to work, I... Uh, stopped to get a drink at the local convenience store and they had a fountain. Their uh, fountain had uh, both Pepsi and Coke there. Mm. It also had cherry flavoring, a.k.a. grenadine, if you're pretentious. Wow. And you like to say, oh, yeah, I can taste the grenadine in this. Get off it. It's cherry I think, flavoring. I think I'm pretentious. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> that wasn't aimed at you, but... <laughs> it's all right. It's now okay. it is. <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> So uh, I decided to go ahead and I was in the mood. I've been in the mood mm -hmm. for an RC Cola, but no fucking place here carries RC Cola. So you know what? I have to make my own. So I did oh, half, so half Coke, half Pepsi, and two splashes of <laughs> cherry flavoring. I had a cherry RC, Stephen, and it was delightful. Wow. I'm intrigued. Yeah. Also, because I, I don't know if we've discussed this on the show with our soda chats or not uh, so far, but... Um, Fountain fountain sodas like taste better mm -hmm. than like bottled sodas. Uh, yes, right. So it's like it would yeah. be even better, I think, to mix your own that way, uh, and then you don't have to buy two bottles of anything. So yeah, and it, it's it's so weird too because it's a lot more soda that you get like mm -hmm. in a giant cup, you know. And if you were to buy a bottle, it'd be close to two dollars or whatever here. Um, but I bought a mm -hmm. like yeah. a mm, thirty-two ounce fountain drink, and it was just like a dollar eight or yeah. something like that. So. You know, Living I, life. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And I got to make my own combination. Hey, you know? that's the, yeah. It's it was key. incredible. And the cherry you know in there, man. You know what? For the next election in uh, 2020, don't vote for anyone. Just write in RC Cola. <laughs> we need to bring it back. <laughs> bring it back. Bring it back. We are going to change the name uh, of the capital to Washington RC. Oh, man. Going yeah. big with the promises like that. And I guarantee. That's pretty good. Ooh, Obama <laughs> in there. Um, you know, uh, recently when we were talking about RC, and I was like, yeah, you got the bottle, right? Because that's all you had, all they had. Mm -hmm. um, and I was like, yeah, I can't find like a 12-pack of like small bottles or cans to, to, for the life of me. And next time I was at HEB, they had those as well. I did not buy them, but they are there. So apparently oh RC, God. I didn't see them at the time before, though. So either I missed it or uh, it's, it's picking up. People are, people are liking it. Remember I saw that older guy? Trying to grab yeah. some. I got some. So that's two of us. You whispered in his ear and you gave him a kiss on the cheek and uh, and it appeared. Did we, wait, mm. did we manifest this RC? Did we? I'm wondering. Did we Beetlejuice it, if you will? <laughs> we said its name too many times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thus it appears. Man, I like that. Um, I like to think that uh, we are we are duly hand responsible how, mm -hmm. how you would say that um, well a lot of people say that we you and i are tastemakers and that is uh, true the ultimate tastemaker is rc cola um go get yourself one if you can find it and be delighted you know just sip it till till the very end recycle that bottle go find yourself another one man you know say say rc cola uh between three and 18 times and uh maybe 
a new one will manifest for you at the grocery store. That's a good marketing campaign, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. RC Cola between three and 12 <laughs> times, and maybe you'll have another one. <laughs> it's kind of like weird because it doesn't make sense of why it works, but it does work. Mm-hmm. And, uh, man, if they can do it, more power to them because RC is where it's at, apparently. Mm-hmm. I think I yeah. even kind of stumbled into that. I, you seem to like it. I'm not even sure. I think I would try that at a fountain now that you mentioned it. But uh, really, I was like, oh, it's okay. Like the mixing or the RC. Um, but mm-hmm. now, that you, now that you mentioned it again, I'm kind of like, man, some RC sounds kind of good. I know, kind right? Right now, yeah. Need, need a little <laughs> of that bubbly, you know? <laughs> um, so what are we doing today? Uh, who knows, man. <laughs> <We're> doing- <laughs> We're doing some more pop culture catch-up. Last time we had some movie trailers we wanted to talk about, uh, plus the controversial pop culture combat with RoboCop versus Terminator. Uh, This episode, there's some more pop culture stuff we wanted to get into. No pop culture combat today, um, so we're just going to try to catch up on some of that stuff. So that's what we are going to do. Um, Also, episode 50 is the next episode. So we would love to read one of your emails on the podcast. Um, again, you can say whatever you want to in the email. Um, it doesn't have to be anything kind to the show. Why would it be anything kind about the show? Um, <laughs> but uh, if you'd like to send that to us, email us at let's talk about stuff podcast at gmail.com and be sure to put 50 in the subject line if you would, please. So shall we move on to the mini topics? Let's do it. At hand? Let's just talk about stuff, man. Oh my God, I'm not prepared. Uh, <laughs> Uh, 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 tape dispenser. <laughs> I, I really uh, like staplers. <laughs> <laughs> Office supply talk, man. That's what we're all about. <laughs> all right, so I got this at the staples down the street. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Mm-hmm. There's some, some pretty good post-it notes there, but it's not not the selection I was expecting. Ooh. Yeah, I was I was really expecting a lot. Of, I was looking for some like pink post-it notes, but all they had were the yellow. They had some blue. But if you're writing a blue ink, it's, it's not going to work. You know what I'm really excited about? <laughs> <laughs> Hearing that back at one and a half speed. <laughs> it's going to be an unintelligible. That's what I'm wondering, but I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. It's going to be bad. I apologize. No, I loved uh, it. You know what? I take it back. I don't. Yeah, uh, no. I don't apologize. Um, I, I do. I did feel possessed by the uh, the presence of mm-hmm. freaked out office supply guy. But Oof, you know, yeah. he's he's the guy at work that orders the office supplies. Very particular about about what he will and will not order. I don't know why, but that's how he rolls. People are like that, man. My last office mm-hmm. was like that. Uh, three different people ordered toner, and toner was like fucking expensive. And then mm-hmm. everybody was like. That whole day was wrecked. It's like, well, we got tons of toner. We got toner for years. <laughs> you know, my dad's name is Tony, and I feel like he should go by toner. <laughs> What's up, toner? <laughs> I've only met your dad a handful of times. And now that you say that, I'm like, he could be a toner. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I might have to recommend that to him. Yeah. I'll wonder- send that to him in a text, and he'll just put... The letters O and K. <laughs> you were like, yep. That, uh, <laughs> that, that or in and no. <laughs> in and no. In and O. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's happening. Listen, uh, to uh, be 100% upfront, uh, I am starting my vacation today. Mm-hmm. I came home from work, and I uh, slammed a couple of beers. 
Yeah, uh, the buzz sure. has mostly worn off by now, but uh, still, still a little bit there. Uh, I'm just in a great mood overall uh, because I'm uh, I'm done with working mm-hmm. uh, for a few days. So here we are. We're recording. We're still not getting to the main topic <laughs> at hand, but uh, you know what? But we're having fun while we're getting there. This is the comedy gold I was talking about. We gotta reach that <laughs> 85 percent mark. And you got to get it early so that later on you can slack off at the end of the show. Yeah, yeah. Everybody shuts this off after the first 18 minutes anyway, right? So, yeah. So we got a little bit left Yeah. to pull in all the jokes we have and then just <laughs> coast from there, man. Maybe. It depends on how long the song you put up front is, you know? Oh, yeah. I can extend it if you want to <laughs> go ahead and get to the shitty part. <laughs> just go to the library in your prison there and uh, see... see. See what royalty-free music they've got. <laughs> Just put some uh, some old like uh, Christmas songs at the beginning of this shit. <laughs> oh, you'd love it. Oh, yeah. You'd be like, fast forward, fast forward. <laughs> you'd be the opposite of everybody else turning it off. You'd be like, yeah, get out of here. I'd just throw my phone out the window, you know? I'd just get a new one, you know? Christmas, fuck you! <laughs> out the window. <laughs> Brandy would be like, you have to stop doing that. We're going through phones all the time. I got scared. I'm sorry. Well, to be fair, if you heard Christmas music right now, it would scare you. Yeah, uh, literally any time. It's the the most terrifying thing that could ever happen to me. But you expected at least, you know, uh, Christmas time, which is um, from late September to like January, like the second week of January. (laughs) Right. basically yeah. right is that like right yeah, yeah pretty close yeah. Um, yeah um about 14 minutes into halloween until yeah until late march that night there was like burning <laughs> halloween costumes put on christmas trees it's the devil yeah um all right so let's let's talk about some stuff man for reals let's do it we got let's all do kinds it. of things okay so uh i guess we're going to start with uh, mm-hmm. A topic from the last episode, which was the trailer for the Hasbro Legendary Toy Line series Ooh. of movie films for theaters, Bumblebee. Yes. And on the <laughs> on the show script here, it says, yes, Stephen watched the Bumblebee trailer. Uh, so It was a throwback to what you said, that yes, yeah. we will be talking about this. Because uh, okay. after you so highly recommended it um, by saying it looked okay, um, I was like... <laughs> I need to go check this out. <laughs> yeah, you know. So I was like, uh, I need to go check this out. And uh, and I watched it. I watched it before the show again, and it, it looks great. I was uh, okay. very surprised. Yes. Right? Okay. Yeah. yeah. It looks yeah. great. Yeah, you know what? Yeah. 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 We can we can like this trailer. It's the, Look, first, the, movie. the first one I've seen since like the original movie that I've been like really excited for. Yeah. Like, it, it looks, looks like good. it's uh, going to be a good movie. The, the character of Bumblebee doesn't look like overly... Yes, um, stylized or whatever. You mentioned like he that. looks uh, looks nice and colorful. Same thing with Starscream. Even though he's a villain, mm-hmm. he still got pops of uh, like light gray and um, red mm-hmm. in there. They look like actual like giant toys. They which do. Is yes, in a good what, way. What you want? Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's like seeing um, like Spider Man, like the latest incarnation of Spider Man, and how good that looks. And it's like, oh, I've imagined this with like toys and games and comic books mm-hmm. and and cartoons and stuff. But here he is, and he looks so good. He still looks like the comic version and the, and the old school one. It's cool, but it's like bright and colorful and it works. Same thing here. Like yeah. it looks like kind of like that. Like it looks like, hey, this is gonna work. Um, like yeah. they're going. Like I had read. I, you kind of talked about this too, I guess. But the director I looked online 
um, said that he wanted it to like be more like the eighties toys were like how big a phenomenon it was. Mm-hmm. He wanted to like kind of throw back to that. And I was like, yeah, that's right. Like you said, like the, they don't look like they're overly stylized and like their motion. Like it looks like you could really like transform them instead of just like thousands of parts moving simultaneously. Yeah. It's like, a, you know, a hundred or something like that. It looks like more doable, um, more realistic, whatever. So I was like, that's, that sounds awesome. Haley Steinfeld yeah. was awesome. Looks, yeah. looks awesome in it. So yeah. What's the deal with airline food? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh wait, that was Seinfeld. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> that was so stupid. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, <laughs> this is a great episode. I'm, I'm saying it right now. <laughs> it's official. We will not make it to 50 episodes. <laughs> iTunes is gonna cancel us. <laughs> yeah. They're like, no, no, we don't do that. The uh, the new head honcho of uh, of Apple's like sitting around. <laughs> There's like a red phone that rings at his desk. He answers it. and He's like, "What's that? Oh, somebody did a Seinfeld joke about Haley Seinfeld. Okay, yeah, just pull the plug. They're out of here. <laughs> Not worth it. Not worth it. Just you know what? Let's just delete Apple and they just hit a oh, button shit. and just all it's it's like it was never there. Wow, I don't know. I think that's kind of taking it far, but that's his decision. And that's why Zune is the leader of the free world. Oh, so you're telling a story in the in the far future, looking back in the past. Interesting. Okay, a story within a story. Zoom, zoom, <laughs> zoom, zoom, zoom. Just tribes of people screaming, oh, screaming man. zoom that's or chanting fantastic. zoom. Yeah, yeah. So wow, that is uh, that's exciting. I'm uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I'm uh, cautiously optimistic about it. Yep. You know, I've I've been uh, burned. Uh, at least four out of five times with Transformers at this point. So sure. there's a chance this one could be bad, but there's also a chance it could be okay. Yeah. And uh, that's really, I think that's really all I know. That's a good expectation, you know? Yeah. 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 And not the uh, end of the world. Do what? I said it's not the end of the world, yeah. you know? Um, yeah. I, uh, I'm glad. I don't remember the director's name. I didn't know what else he had done, but uh, I'm kind of just glad mm. it's not Michael Bay this time yeah uh, oh shit watch out you're gonna get another breakthrough into your- <laughs> ah damn it ah, there it goes again uh, uh, but uh i actually kind of like michael bass some of his movies and then uh, i think more often than not i don't though uh but there are some <laughs> yeah. that i do like and, the, and that most people hate and that's fine but uh i think that if anything like he kept saying he was gonna stop making them and he kept doing it and i was like i think you should have stopped bro you should have stopped and this is like finally a new guy and it's like yeah it looks, it looks cool so yeah so there you go yeah there you go um there was that one movie he was going to uh to make where he where michael bay he was gonna star in did you hear about this no. oh yeah he was gonna star in a movie where he uh travels back in time in a delorean what <laughs> yeah it's gonna be called michael bay fox <laughs> This is why we don't record I'm on Wednesdays. <laughs> it doesn't even make sense. It would just a, be like Back to the Future. I have a worst, worst joke. It's okay. called Baked to the Future. <laughs> Michael Bake to the Future. <laughs> it's like Australian. Bake. Bake to the Future. <laughs> is that Australian at all? <laughs> sure. <laughs> I'm sorry like to the, Australians. God. This has been another episode of Bad Joke, Worst Joke. You're welcome. <laughs> That's actually a really good segment. Oh, I could, I could top that and make that worse. 
We'll revisit that. I think that's a good oh, one. Uh, later in this episode, I'm sure. <laughs> we, we can't not do it. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, moving on from that, I guess. Yep. Um, uh, Brian Michael Bendis, who was a Marvel Comics writer for 18 or so years, maybe 19 years, uh, he moved over to DC Comics, and his Ooh. first series over there, um, or his first work over there is coming out. It's a Superman series called Man of Steel, and it's a weekly six-issue series, and uh, today the fourth issue came out. I haven't read that yet, but I read the first three, and uh, it is uh, actually pretty pretty damn good. Um, I wasn't sure... Like, he's one of my favorite comics writers, but I wasn't sure how good it would be, mm-hmm. um, just because Superman's kind of such a, a tough character to crack, but um, he's uh, he's doing a great job on it so far. Um, so I think that's something that I would like for uh, us to read and discuss on the show at a certain point. Cool. Um, kind of the, the premises, or the premises, <laughs> the idea behind the story so far, from what I could tell, is there's a... Um, a uh, like monster type figure that's coming to Metropolis to destroy Superman because he hears there's one last Kryptonian left alive. Mm. And the reason that's significant to this new character is because he's saying that he's the one who destroyed Krypton, which is Superman's home planet. And from all the lore that we've read up to this point, Krypton just was destroyed by itself just because uh, the Kryptonians were draining the resources mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. in some cases it was like Brainiac, uh, who was like an alien villain uh, from Superman's rogues gallery that destroyed the planet. But mm-hmm. um, in this case, it's a, uh, a character who's claiming to have destroyed a whole race of people. And the reason I bring that up and the significance for it is that um, Brian Michael Bendis is a Jewish writer from Cleveland and Superman's creators were Jewish comic creators also from Cleveland. So he's kind of carrying that mantle and um, he's trying to play it, not, uh, not to make light of it, but uh, he said there were some analogies to the Holocaust where um, instead of a race of people just like dying out because of, you know, whatever, like a plague or whatever, there was somebody behind that, that atrocity. Mm -hmm. And he says that kind of changes the, the tone of, how Superman would feel about, you know, his race of people being obliterated. You know, somebody set out to annihilate his race of people, mm. and so that's going to affect him in, in different ways. And mm. um, I think that's an interesting way to uh, affect Superman. I mean, he's, like, an, practically an invincible character. Like, he's been killed before he came back, you know, he like, got better mm. <laughs> in both yeah. comics and film. Spoilers for Justice League, Stephen. Uh, I don't know God. if you know, but uh, uh, Superman's in it. What? <laughs> Now you don't. I had no now idea. Now you don't get to watch it. <laughs> um, but uh, but yes, I, I think that's a, a, a cool t- way to um, to kind of hurt Superman without actually like physically injuring him. It's destroying his you know psyche or you know something to that effect. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, definitely check it out if uh, mm-hmm. if you've never read any Superman comics. This is a, a great one to jump into. Uh, that, okay, so that sounds awesome on its own, right? Uh, but it. Mm-hmm. it it was hard for me not to think, because uh, is it also called Man of Steel? Is it like the title it of is. the series? Okay. Uh-huh. So, or The Man of Steel. Yeah. Okay. So versus the movie Man of Steel and then that incarnation that they've done so far, like it's like they kept talking about how they couldn't make Superman, for years, like nobody could make Superman dark. He, it wasn't Batman. He couldn't be that, like Nolan's Batman movie. And then they tried it and it still doesn't really work. And I can't remember in Man of Steel, the movie, like what the background was for, for Krypton. 
but it seems like this would be <laughs> Krypton was destroyed because all the Kry- Kryptonians kept breaking each other's necks. That oh, was the man. that was canon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I it really pays now. off in the end. I think I remember <laughs> that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, but it seems like this is a good that would be a good introduction of a, a new backstory. That would actually mm-hmm. make I don't I don't know where Bendis is going to go with this story or whatever, but it makes me think yeah. like oh it, it would make for a more like vengeful um, Superman uh, and a, maybe a darker one. And I'm like they kept mm-hmm. trying to look for something for the movies to like change that tone, and they couldn't do it, and they didn't do it. They just like mm-hmm. made him darker for no reason. Uh, but this seems like a better fit for his character, actually. Yes, yeah, and uh, in in this story, Superman is still like Superman. Like mm-hmm. um, if for the people who are listening to this who have seen Justice League towards the end of that movie, they finally get Superman right, or at least a a close approximation to what us as comics readers think of Superman. He's Mm -hmm. like kind of cheerful, hopeful, inspiring, um, you know, the kind of the the big brother of all the other superheroes. Mm -hmm. Um, He's still that in this series, but, um, you know, there's going to be some like dark shit around the corner, I guess. Mm -hmm. I don't know that that's necessarily going to make him a dark character. I mm-hmm. hope not. Yeah. Because that's out of character for him. Sure. I mean, that's they, they also have Batman. If you're going to do, like, dark shit, do something with Batman or any of those mm-hmm. surrounding characters. Um, for this, it, it's less about making Superman dark and more about how Superman is able to um, come out on the other side of a situation, mm-hmm. you know, stronger for it, you know? Interesting. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, go Bendis. Just <laughs> nailing it everywhere you go. Zoom, zoom, <laughs> zoom, zoom. <laughs> oh, man. Um, all right, anything else on that topic? No, no. That sounds cool. Uh, what do you have next? We should definitely uh, read that soon, though. Um, yes. So I just wanted to briefly mention that uh, you kept uh, talking about the toys that made us, and mm-hmm. I had watched most of the Star Wars episode and just hadn't finished it, and then you mentioned the second oh. season came out, and that... Um, and I was like, oh, yeah, I had forgotten about it, and I need to watch more of that again. So I've put a few on. I watched um, – I can't remember all of them right now. We watched the Barbie one. I watched that with Amanda. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lady. <laughs> I had forgotten about the bodysuit, right, until it came on, and I was like, ah, oh, wait, Brent talked about that. And I had to watch, like rewind it for Amanda. Oh, my God. For, for new listeners – uh, can you explain exactly what it is we're talking about I don't in that know, Barbie episode? She was like the ex-president of, of Barbie or whatever. <laughs> I don't know what it was. Uh, and, and we quickly find out why she is the ex-president. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> She's like sitting there being interviewed and in uh, I think her home. And in the background on this chair is like literally like a bodysuit. Like Brent showed a picture one time. Uh, it looks like skin like just like slouched like i don't know if anybody's seen cocoon the movie cocoon when they take off their body suits it looks like that they just like threw a suit of a body down mm-hmm. and it's the fucking and they don't talk about it it just sits there in frame the entire time yeah she's talking and it's 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 nude it's yeah. just kind of like slumped over <laughs> it's like if somebody took a vacuum and uh uh-huh. they like sucked out everyone's oh like God, innards yeah. and their skeleton mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it just left cartoon style the flesh yeah and it's just draped over a chair as if it's like an Afghan or whatever. It's so, so weird. What, like your wife is an interior. Your wife is an interior decorator. Mm-hmm. Is this like the new thing? Yeah. Um, first off, I'd have to clarify. She's an interior designer. This is totally designer. different. I'm sorry. Oh my god. Whoa. Uh, Shots fired. Amanda. She, Amanda. He didn't. He didn't know better. He didn't. He didn't mean it. He didn't mean it. But uh, yeah, she's ordered uh, several of them for clients. Yes. Mm-hmm. Is that what you were asking? Oh, yeah, yeah. They're big. She, she, she's on top of the flesh drapes. 
<laughs> Man, you're, you're just so good at naming things. I can see that. Listen, I can see the packaging for I'm, that. I'm semi-tipsy. It's late Wednesday night on hey. vacation time. Mm-hmm. You know, we should just do this every week. <laughs> Apple's like, please don't. We'll have to delete ourselves again. Don't do it. Don't do it. Um, but yeah, so... So anyway... <clears throat> About the show, though. So we watched that one, and then I watched the uh, Star Wars one again. Um, I can't remember which other ones there were on there. I think I watched three of them, but I can't remember the third one. Did, did you just watch episodes from the first season? Um, I'm not even sure. I think I was I was going back and forth looking at them, just kind of scrolling okay. through. But the reason being, um, I still haven't finished one, and it's not because I hate them. They're excellent. They're so much fun. Um, for some reason, they put me to sleep it's like the perfect oh nap treatment. Every time we watch them late, I guess, but every yeah. time I'm like, I'm just gonna cuddle in right here and just watch this cool show about my childhood. And then like, mm-hmm. I wake up and Amanda's like, it's over, and I'm like, oh, cool, okay. <clears throat> so I don't. She tells you to get out. <laughs> I, I don't even know what's going on. I just wake up and there's a toy show on. And <clears throat> excuse me. Wow, that nostalgia <clears throat> is hitting you hard. Then it's really got me choked up. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what it is. It's just like pleasant, and uh, I just fall asleep. I've fallen asleep every time I've watched one. That's why I didn't finish the Star Wars one the very first time I watched it. So, uh, but it, it's a good good show, and I do recommend it. Um, they're fun, yeah. Especially if you need to take a nap. Dude, I watched the Transformers episode, and I mm. learned so much. Um, I had no idea that Marvel Comics played so much into the history of of Transformers and like who these characters uh-huh. are, like naming the characters, um, and creating like the Autobots versus the Decepticons. And there's a um, uh, in in Japan where those toys were. Mm. I can't remember the original names of them, but they were actually two different sets of toy lines, which Uh-oh. is why in the Transformers there's some uh, some robots that uh, transform into automobiles and um you know vehicles and then there are other ones that turn into like regular like things like yeah megatron is just like a handgun um mm-hmm. sound wave is a, a boom box uh, there's just like regular size stuff so there was like a whole line of robots that transform into like That's everyday crazy. objects and then there's a whole <laughs> separate toy line that transforms into vehicles and they just combine them all together that's crazy. That's like yeah. one of the, it feels like revisionist history is like what we got. Like they were just yes. like, oh, this yeah. is one toy line. And we just like went with that. But holy shit, that makes total sense of why they're different. There's a, a deep, deep <clears throat> backstory. Don't worry. We're not just selling toys. They were just oh my selling God. toys. The deep state <laughs> is added again. <laughs> Michael uh, Bay's hacking us. Uh, Michael Bay quit throwing bricks in my window. <laughs> Good grief. You shouldn't have moved next to that big, big that brick manufacturing facility. Listen. Whatever. Fuck this joke. All right, let's fuck move on. <laughs> Got so ir- irritated. Well, music transition. Music easy does. Yes. Hail to the yes. Nailed it. <laughs> it's seamless. <laughs> so, as I mentioned at the end of last episode, there was some new music that I wanted to uh, discuss on the podcast. Uh, we don't discuss music a whole lot on here uh, unless it's referencing the Beastie Boys Sabotage the greatest trailer song of all time Absolutely. Um, so uh, there was some new music that came out that uh, I glommed onto and wanted to uh, sing to the high heavens about eh, gonna, some of it you're going to sing it? yeah go ahead <laughs> wait I closed my eyes are you sure that was you? because you sound like an angel <laughs> Uh, there was like uh, I stole like a joke a little bit from from uh, Tom Haverford on Parks and Rec. Watched that earlier. It's not. Oh, I was thinking Step Brothers. It's not. Oh, maybe 
But uh, it was released on that. Um, mm-hmm. Apparently, that joke gets uh, tossed around a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, Steven it, did a sexy wink. It's a slut of a joke. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Proceed. Well, we have some we have some excellent show titles on this episode. <laughs> There's so many to choose from. Uh, so on the the first thing that I want to start out with is the uh, new solo album by Mike Shinoda of Lincoln Park. Um, as mentioned on episode two through uh, I guess this episode, uh, I am a big fan of Lincoln Park. And uh, sadly, we lost Chester uh, about a year ago, is last July. But um, Mike Shinoda started putting out new music at the beginning of this year. Um, like in early January, he released a, an EP uh, called Post Traumatic that just had three songs on there. And it had some songs regarding um, kind of uh, what he was going through, like the grieving process and how he was dealing with all of that. Um, about a month, month and a half after that, uh, he had announced that he's going to release a full album, and uh, that's what he did. He uh, released a 16-song uh, LP, and um, it's a an album about, in his words, he says it's an album not about grief, but like coming out of grief, and okay. you get a sense of that as, as the album progresses. Um, the way it's sequenced, um, it's not... Necessarily, every song gets lighter as it goes on, but it's kind of it kind of has the the general feel of starting out in a kind of a, a darker place at the beginning of the album, and by you, the mm. time you get to the end, um, there's more of a um, re- uh, resolution of sorts. Um, it's, it's kind of like he's not totally out of that grief or that grieving period, but you know he's able to manage a little bit more. Um, and s- some of the songs are kind of just generally about that. They're not. Uh, him necessarily saying that he feels this way at this exact moment, whatever. You know, it's it's music. There's metaphors mm-hmm. and all of that stuff in there. So um, it's, I've listened to it several times, uh, front to back, nice. and uh, uh, I, I love this album. Uh, it, it means a lot to me as a Linkin Park fan, mm-hmm. as a fan of Mike Shinoda. Um, so I, I definitely give this a the, the high rating. Um, so, yeah, if you're looking for some new music, Certainly check out Post Traumatic by Mike Shinoda. If I can point you in the direction of a few songs mm-hmm. uh, to check out, uh, I'm going to because guess what? <laughs> we, we pay for the show. <laughs> so <laughs> that's what we're going to do. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to uh, recommend a song called Nothing Makes Sense Anymore. My inside's out, my left is right, my which is a, one of my favorite songs on the album, and it's kind of a, um, uh, a little bit of a trip for me because this song doesn't have, like, big beats on it, uh, doesn't have any drums at all, doesn't have any rapping at all, and um, it's really just Mike singing, and there's some strings and a piano. It's more of a ballad, but done in a, um, like, a, a, a new, new school version of that. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's just really good. There's some... Uh, what I think of as like obvious melodies in there where um, I, I can't believe these sets of notes haven't been strung together in this order before. Mm-hmm. It's just, they're just uh, very, very catchy and, uh, and very poppy. Um, I would also recommend um, Hold It Together. She said, are you okay? And I'm staring into space. It's making her nervous because one thing is certain. I don't have my head on straight. We're trying to get through each week. 
on two or three hours of sleep. I say to be patient that we're gonna make Which is kind of a poppier version of uh, of his music. Um, and that was another thing. His the the songs on this album range from hip hop. There's some um, with some rock tinge to it. There's kind of that mm-hmm. that uh, uh, that ballad, like I mentioned. Um, then there's a, a popular song like "Hold It Together," where um, it's just very poppy. It's very good. It feels good. Um, it's he talks about uh, in the second verse about how you know he's going through some shit. He went to like a six year old's birthday party. Some someone came up to him and started, I guess, talking to him about like Chester or what is going on with the band. He said it felt awkward and he ends up making like an awkward joke and then just like kills the whole vibe <laughs> of what's going on. It's like it's done in kind of a, a funny uh, way. Um, and then he kind of asked if if he should just leave the party, but maybe that's going to be weird too. So he just is kind of more more awkward than, than anything mm. and kind of dealing with that. But it has a super catchy chorus um, that I... I, Brent Hibbard, am pledging to you, if this does not become a radio hit, I will be tearing the internet apart. Oh, wow. Wreck-It Ralph ain't got shit on me. I was going to say, you're going to wreck it for reals. (laughs) I'm going to fuck it. (laughs) Watch out, internet. Brent is coming for your butthole. (laughs) I I think for uh, reasons of posting this to iTunes and having it available, that cannot be a show title, but we all know that's probably the, sh- the actual show yeah, title. <laughs> absolutely, yeah. Um, <laughs> and then uh, my last recommendation is Running From My Shadow. Yeah, when I know where I don't go, when it goes from okay to a oh no, when it goes from high five to a low blow, when it goes from all five to a solo, let me tell you what you don't uh, This one features a new artist called Grandson. Which is a <laughs> it's a ridiculous uh, musical name, but uh, it's it's a super fun song. This is more on the the hip hop side of uh, of things. Um, I like Mike Shinoda's raps a lot. Some of it's um, especially on some of the newer Linkin Park stuff. It's uh, not as complex as a lot of modern rappers, but it's still fun. You know what? Mm-hmm. I like it. Hey. So yeah, go suck a turd. What? That's right. Harsh. Harsh. <laughs> I went there. Um, one final thing on that yeah. is the album artwork. It looks like um, just kind of a, a bunch of painted colors on there. Uh, Mike Shinoda is also a, a an artist, like an actual like uh, like graphic designer, that mm-hmm. that type of like uh, painter artist. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and he's designed uh, cover artwork for Fort Minor and you know oh, things before. Interesting. On on this one, um, it looks like just a, a bunch of like paint on a canvas. Mm-hmm. And when I first saw it, I was like, eh, I don't. This seems kind of like an afterthought, but after listening to the album, I it, it kind of reflects the different um, different musical styles that kind of go into it. So it's almost like he threw all of his skill set up against the wall, and what's left is the album artwork and then also the music on the album. So interesting. That's uh, that's my thought on that. Probably not at all accurate, but that's just my No, I like that. It, that's so. cool. Uh, you made me think I was like, man, I really need to start looking at cover art and being like, what is this reflect of the music inside? Because that sounds well, legit. Well, Stephen, <laughs> as we're talking about uh, cover art, uh, I would like to transition into my, uh, my next musical thing. Um, so if we can, and I'm not happy that we have to do this, mm. but I do feel like it's necessary that uh, we address it Kanye West. Mm-hmm. You heard of this uh, this character? I believe I have. You I, heard of... Uh, I don't want to give him any more credit. 
<laughs> Big ego, that guy. What? Mm, that's, <laughs> that's what I heard. That's what I heard. <laughs> Listen, I don't like to gossip. That's what I heard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, Kanye West, the internet's Kanye West, mm. um, has released a new album. And by that, I mean he's technically released at least four new albums. Yeah, um, I didn't even know about two of these at all. <laughs> he's been a uh, he's been off in the the mountains of Montana. No joke. Oh, okay. uh, he, he he built a a mansion up there, and uh, has been producing albums for himself and other artists. And those artists kind of cross pollinate on each other's albums and everything. And it's kind of a a weird thing, and I I can't decide if I I like it or not. Mm-hmm. So let me let me kind of walk you through it sure. and, and get your opinion on it. So each of these. Four new albums. They each have seven songs on them, and they mm. each have a runtime over fifteen minutes, at least over fifteen minutes. Okay. Um, because that was the criteria to be nominated for a Grammy. Now I don't know mm. that that's necessarily the intent behind it, mm. but I mean, it is Kanye West, so that may mm-hmm. have been the intent behind it. You know. <laughs> So, wink, wink. <laughs> yeah. So, um, what I did is I uh, I was able to listen to these albums on Spotify, and I'll and I'll walk you through these albums as we go. But um, I I just wanted to kind of touch on each of these real quick mm-hmm. and um, give my my thoughts on them. Um, I know you're not a, a big like hip hop guy. Um, I I know that you've uh, when we used to have parties over at your house <clears throat> house here in uh, in uh, bro. Uh, bro- <laughs> <laughs> Did you forget where like you live? Was, yeah, it sounded like I was trying to do uh, Gold Digger. Broke, broke. Uh, in, uh, You're getting into character in for the Kanye talk. I get you. Go ahead. Jane messing with no Brent Hibbard. Um, <laughs> uh, when you used to live here in Broken Arrow, we would have parties, and sometimes, yeah, it, it, you would play Gold Digger or mm-hmm. uh, Stronger or, or yeah, whatever. Yeah. But, That's um, a big hit. Do you have any experience with uh, uh, Kanye beyond that? Well, yes, I do. Um, is Sexual that, or otherwise. <laughs> I couldn't think of a joke really to go from that, but I was like, you're leading me into something. You're, you're setting it up. Uh, I just can't deliver. Um, no, so I like his, uh, I don't remember what it's called right now. Um, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> this is going well. This is going well. Um, uh, the Night Before, the movie that I like so much, the Christmas movie. In that, mm-hmm. they do that song, like, big on the big piano, uh, but they sing a Kanye oh, yeah. song, right? So I like that song. I have that on my Spotify. Um, but oh, yeah. I have lately been skipping that because uh, I don't like the Kanye as a person. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so I had heard about these albums, but I don't know anything about them, so I'm kind of curious what you're going to say. Uh, okay. But yeah, I don't have much experience with that. Okay. So we are on the same page with being exhausted with Kanye, yes. the human being, right? Yes. Okay. Um, and that's how I felt with his last album, The Life of Pablo. I have not heard any music from that. Didn't even uh, know that was an and... album. Never heard of that. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the album art on that one is fucking terrible. Oh. I know it's he's a an artist, and that's the art that he wanted to put on there. But um, if you can, uh, Google search The Life of Pablo real quick. Yeah, I'm doing and it right it looks now. Like, <laughs> it looks like somebody came up with that in four minutes. That's mm-hmm. being generous. Um, and he was like, I'm fucking Kanye. People will love it. And uh-huh. his yeah. people were like, yep. It, his excuse is, uh, 
you just don't get it. You're not an artist. Mm. You don't understand. Yeah. I you mean, know. it's a good way to fall back. It's a good, good plan right there. <laughs> yeah. It goes over your head. Yeah. You just don't get it. It's yeah. easy to it's right get. up there, right up there with fake news, really. What the um, fuck? <laughs> is it the orange one? Yeah, it just says Life of Pablo, like, typed over and over. And it's like, pictures yeah. pasted over it? What the fuck? Yeah, and, like, the, the top one is, like, uh, uh, moved over to the, like, right yeah. or whatever a little bit. Like, the spacing's off on yeah. it. And, yeah. Um, Very strange. So that's it. Yep, those two pictures. It's, like, one is a picture of, a, a, a like, a family or, like, a wedding or something yeah. like that. And then the other one's just, like, a chick's ass. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. as you do. Yeah. You know, um, the Life of Pablo. <laughs> weird. Okay, yeah, I did not know that album yeah. existed. Yeah, uh, and the, the frustrating, the frustrating thing about that is like Kanye West can like actually draw like he's an actual like talented artist. Hmm. Didn't know that. Um, uh, yeah, I've, I've seen some of his like drawings before, like when he was just like sketching or whatever, and he's like hmm. legitimately good. Is he better so, than George Bush? Uh, well, I mean, George Bush is the goat, greatest of all time. So oh, wow. it's yeah, it's. Hmm. I mean, like, it's okay to make comparisons, Stephen. Oh, okay. But when you're gonna bring Oops. in something like that, yeah, yeah. okay, when you're gonna come in hot, okay. Okay. I apologize. I take it as disrespect. All right. I apologize. <laughs> and uh, scene. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are welcome tonight. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's just bad. Like, it, it's disappointing. Like, you know that he has the ability to do better um, mm-hmm. as an artist, as somebody who's into, like, graphic design. He loves designing shoes and all of this crazy shit. Oh, yeah. But it seems like it's just, like, half-assed. His style is just, like... Just barely put anything or put any effort into it, mm-hmm. and that's that's what it's going to be. There are certain artists who can get away with that because they know all of the rules, so they can break them. Mm-hmm. I feel like Kanye might know some of the rules, but he's just like breaking those rules and just being like, "Yeah, no, you don't get it. You don't understand my art." Yeah, yeah. Like his his album cover for Jesus uh, mm-hmm. uh, was just like a picture of a a CD inside a clear CD tray. Like that was that was it. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, that album uh, was also not good, um, at least according Brent to me. Is and uh, putting it out there today. I'm telling you, hey Kanye, come at me, bro. <gasps> what? Yeah. Be careful, man. Uh, yeah, uh, he might never, get that Montana <laughs> Montana Coast posse on your ass. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about that when you told me where they're recording. I was like. Yeah, because that's where all the good rap comes from. <laughs> like, I get it. It sounds cool. Like, a mansion in Montana sounds pretty fucking awesome, actually. But yeah, it doesn't no, sound it was like, cool. Yeah. Um, I saw an interview with him. It's like a two-hour interview with uh, that uh, Charlemagne the God, uh, who's a, a popular New York City DJ, mm-hmm. did with him. And they're walking around his property and stuff. And it, it genuinely looks beautiful out yeah, there. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's just so so weird. Like, he's just... He's an annoying human. Um, you know, he, he just gets on my nerves. So, um, yeah, so going back to this, what do you think about these albums then? So um, the, the, the thing I was wanting to mention about his album, which is simply called Yay, that's mm-hmm. spelled Y-E, is, <laughs> again, going back to the album art, this is fucking stupid. I can't believe huh. somebody can't fucking rein, rein him in. If you look at the album art for this, it's a, um, a picture of a mountain range, and... From what the internet tells me, he took a picture of the mountain range with his iPhone, which is fine. You know, whatever. The modern phones have decent cameras on them. If you want to use that as, as the image, uh, that's fine. My issue with it is the text that appears on that image. 
Um, are you looking for it right now? Uh, yeah, I, I only got like a small thumbnail so far, but uh, yeah, I see what you're saying. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so on the on the image, it's like a, a, a blue image of, of mountains, and on it is green text. Mm-hmm. Are you able to see it now? Yes. Okay. Can you read that for the audience, please? I hate being bipolar. It's awesome. It's a quote from a t-shirt, Stephen. <laughs> That's not his original line. I've seen that on a fucking t-shirt. And nobody stopped him to be like, hey, man, you just saw that when you were walking down, <laughs> when you're walking down to Monta- uh, Montana General Store you know, oh, to, man. to pick up some croutons. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He would. Um, yeah. That's hilarious. Uh, mm-hmm. Again, it makes me think there's just so much ego there. Uh, that he thinks like basically like he he put some good stuff out, but it's gotten to the point where it's like he thinks he is elevated just by being himself. That right. no matter what he puts out, people will love it. If they don't, it's like fuck you, you don't get it or whatever. Yeah. And this yeah. too is like yeah, that's what I said. And then someone could be like that's from a t-shirt, bro, and he'd be like fuck you, I said it. <laughs> yeah. And then they just put it out, and it's like cool. But you don't get it, bro. Yeah. I time travel, bro. Yeah. It just seems I'm really... next level. I'm a I'm a fifth dimensional being, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize he got to that many dimensions. He says bro a lot now. That's his thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, see, He's like I, a, uh, I, I don't a Russian gangster. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That makes sense. <laughs> so uh yeah, I've uh, I, I had listened not intentionally, but I caught some of the mm-hmm. songs from Ye while I was listening to one of these other albums. And every time I was doing it, I was like, <laughs> this is telling, okay? So just hang with me here, audience. Uh, as a 35-year-old man, uh, when I came home from work earlier this week, I was doing dishes, and I had a couple of beers. Mm-hmm. So I was, I was drunk dishwashing. Oh, yeah. And I was like, listening to Spotify, okay? Like most dishwashers in America. Like most dishwashers, I was drunk. Yeah, I was pretending like I was at, working at the Waffle House. <laughs> I was doing some dishes, listening to some hip hop. It was a good time. But then every once in a while, I'd be like, man, I don't know about this song. What, what's going on here? And I would check the, uh, the cover art, and it was sure enough, it was from this album. Mm. Now, I understand that people like Kanye, and they, they like his music. They may not like him as a person. They may like him as a person. They may dig the whole package. Mm-hmm. But for many, er, for, for many, uh, for me, um, I, I don't care for him as a person. Like yeah. I f- feel compassion for him. Um, part of the time, like on the interview I was telling you about that mm-hmm. two hour interview, um, there are certain things he says where I'm just like, okay, I can kind of see what you're saying. And then at that point, he'll be like, yeah, because I'm the greatest. People don't understand. Mm. He starts comparing himself to not other, like like just legendary hip-hop, um, like other rappers. But he's like, I put myself on the level with uh, with Steve Jobs and Walt Disney and Leonardo da Vinci? Sure. <laughs> yeah. All right. Also, Leonardo da Vinci fucked children, so <laughs> maybe skip that one. How come nobody ever talks about that? That fucking pervert. Fucking piece of shit. <laughs> the Michael Jackson of the time. Yeah, it. that's right. I said it. Oh, wow. Shots fired. Damn. If you don't like it, send your hate emails to Steven at no, Let's wait. Talk About Stuff. Nope. Don't do that. <laughs> this is Steven saying all this. <laughs> I can't follow it up with anything. Just, I won't, I will say that this is actually Steven and that that was all Brent. And. You can go ahead and say whatever you want. I'll just sit here and maybe laugh a little bit. That's a good impression of me, Stephen. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, so uh, I, this this album was just not for me. Um, it's seven minutes, so if, if you can... In, not seven minutes, seven songs. Oh, okay. It's it's like, um, I think, 20-something minutes if you wanted to go through it. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the songs are just kind of like, eh, I, I guess that was a song, and it doesn't really do anything for me. Your mileage may vary depending on how much you like Kanye West. Um, you may like his old stuff more than his new stuff, which seems to be the case most of the time. Um, I think people that are super into hip-hop, hip-hop heads will may gravitate towards this. I mean, it was like a, a chart topper right off the mm-hmm. bat, so yeah. it's it's causing people to respond in some way, shape, or form, but I don't know, just him as a person, I, I, I just can't get down with. Yeah. Um, the next thing I wanted to talk about was his dual album mm-hmm. with uh, Kid Cudi. Uh, they released an album under the name Kid See Ghosts, and uh, I listened to this whole album. I liked about half the songs on it, so it's a better batting average than Yay. That's right. That was a sports reference from me. <laughs> Once every 50 episodes, I'll drop a sports reference, so enjoy. Um, on on uh, this one, we still have Kanye r- rapping, unfortunately. like he, he pops in there, and it just seems like every time he shows up or he drops a vocal, it's just it just ruins the whole mood. It's a mood killer for me, you know? I go from turgid to flaccid <laughs> almost wow, immediately. Wow, wow. Yeah. Good words. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, because I don't listen to a lot of Kid Cudi, but you like Kid Cudi, right? Uh, I like some of his stuff. Okay. Yeah, I haven't listened to a whole lot of his, his music, but uh, <laughs> oddly wait. enough, on, yeah. um, on Comedy Bang Bang, when it was a TV show that was on IFC, which is now streaming on Netflix, um, part of the way through, he actually becomes the like musical sidekick. For hmm. Scott Ackerman, for oh. like a season, season Weird. and a half or something like that. Hmm. Yeah, and then Weird Al Yankovic picks up from there. But uh, yeah, it was kind of a weird thing. But he's actually like a good comedic actor. It was, it was a yeah, real fun presence that. to be on the show. So I do like him for that reason. Um, it was about a year ago, maybe a year and a half, that um, he was in the news because he had admitted that he had had some um, struggles with depression and he may have been suicidal at a certain point. So he was really kind of, uh, one of the voices in pop culture that was shining a light on, mm-hmm. uh, mental health. And that's something that's very important to me. And I think to most people now, and I'm glad that more people are talking about it. So I, I definitely wanted to check out this project and see, you know, what was going on mm-hmm. there. Um, but, uh, but yeah, there's about like half, half of this I can tolerate. It's the, the half that Kid Cudi is on. Yeah, that's what sucks, yeah. <laughs> Not the half that, uh, that Kanye is on. It just seems like Kanye just always makes all of the verses about him 100% of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I know rappers like to brag about themselves and whatnot, but this is just like, all right, let's, let's move on. Let's talk about something else. Yeah. yeah. Let's talk about life experience. Talk about something general, you know. Kanye's life experience is Kanye. So that he is rapping about what he knows. It's all he's paid attention to. I imagine. That's how I picture it. <laughs> yeah. Don't help him out. Don't give him any uh, fuel for his fire there. Just say it. Um, <laughs> yeah, so uh, what about the next two on there? So uh, the next one is uh, Daytona by Pusha T. And I believe it was the first of these four albums to come out. Um, and I had listened to this one. And, um, again, seven songs, this one was about, uh, 21 minutes or something like that. And even though it's seven songs, it's like a, just a, a full listening experience. Um, I love this album. Hmm. Um, I just from front to back and I had a, a weird experience. I don't know if you've ever had this experience with music or movie, anything like this. Um, the first song starts out with, uh, push a team. Um, he is, uh, rapping over um it's kind of like a like a 
not quite a hi-hat sound. It's, mm-hmm. it's like some faint um, percussive sound in the background. Nothing like too rhythmic. It's just like every like quarter note or something mm-hmm. like that. And it's uh, he's just rapping over it, and there's like a little sound effect. I'm just like, mm, I don't know that this is for me. About 45 seconds or so into it, after he's done with his first verse, the music kicks in. Mm-hmm. holy shit it is fucking awesome like I've never had that experience where I'm just being like I don't like this to yeah. be like I fucking love this this is incredible that's funny so uh, yeah the first song All on right. there is called If You Know You Know I highly recommend it just pull it up on Spotify if you've never heard um, of Pusha T before yeah, um, again this album is produced by Kanye um, I have to give the devil his due he does a great job producing this record um, the second track sounds like something that Jay-Z uh, would rap over. Uh, that mm-hmm. was my initial thought. And come to find out, there's some Jay-Z music that's listed on there So as as mm-hmm. a sample. So there you go. I, yeah, I got right one up. right. <laughs> also, every 50 episodes, I would get one right. <laughs> so uh, yeah, Daytona by Pusha T is great. The only thing I don't like is the album artwork. It's a photograph of Whitney Houston's bathroom, The I guess oh, the night yeah. she died or whatever. I heard about that. That's just, uh, one, it's in poor taste. Two, it looks like shit. Yeah. Uh, three. It's just weird. It's weird. And four, no. Oh, Stop it. Wow. <laughs> Kanye West, I guess, paid $85,000 oh, for yeah. the licensing of that photo. But doesn't really, doesn't really do anything. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a bunch of drugs. Okay, I get it. Pusha T used to be a, a drug dealer back in the day. You could find something more more creative, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the weird. final yeah, album. I don't like that. Final album I wanted to talk about, and this is the one that's most recently come out, is Nasir or Nazir by Nas, uh, who's a famous um, uh, New York rapper. Um, he used to have a feud with Jay Z. They squashed that a long time ago. Um, but uh, yeah, he is a, a legend in the hip hop community. I listened to this album again, produced by Kanye. Um, uh, I, I thought it was okay. I like some of Nas's stuff, uh, not all of it. This is kind of in the kind of. Uh, like one thumb up type of uh, mm. type of range. Um, about half the songs are good. There is a cool song on here where um, they sample a, I guess like a news reporter or something like that saying the cops shot a kid. And it's, that's, that's the music behind it. There's like a, a drum kit and then that sample over and over again, like done rhythm, rhythm, uh, in a rhythm me way. <laughs> trying to say rhythmically but uh wasn't coming out but uh nas raps over that uh that one's pretty cool uh, i do like nas uh in, in that he will um go after like fox news and and stuff like that but there's also been some uh, recent uh drama where he's been accused of like battering his uh ex-wife or something like that with uh with Khalees, who's a another uh, musician um which i certainly don't co-sign on at all um so it's it's um I don't know if that weighed into the the music listening at all. Mm. I'm, I'm sure it did in some way, shape, or form. But uh, yeah, I thought this one was okay. If you have to listen yeah. to one of these four, I definitely recommend Daytona by Pusha T. Again, it's like a, a full meal. Get in and out of there in you know under 25 minutes and, nice. and call it good. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that. I'd heard, I don't remember if it was you or someone that told me about that Whitney Houston picture. But other than that, I didn't really know who that person was or, or mm-hmm. heard much about this, whatever. But um, yeah, I'm glad you put those out there because i didn't realize those were all related to like kanye putting them out right now and yeah. uh, all that stuff you said so i'm gonna check them out so that's yeah. awesome 
Uh, real quick, it's not on the, the list mm-hmm. here, but I do want to mention that uh, Beyonce and Jay-Z released a surprise album, or they dropped a surprise album this past weekend, mm-hmm. or on Saturday. What? what it's <laughs> We're recording this at a weird time. You know what I'm saying. It was like a, a, a week ago, if you're listening to the show, when it's published. Whatever, uh, fuck yeah, it. Yeah, sure. Um, but uh, it's under the, the title The Carters, and they mm-hmm. uh, dropped a song called Ape Shit, which I listened to, and um, uh, it's pretty good, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I haven't uh, listened to it enough. I haven't heard the the album at all mm-hmm. um, outside of that song uh, that I listened to once. But uh, that's a big thing. I'm gonna try and listen to that here and uh, report back on that one, Stephen. <laughs> all right, back thank to you, Brett. <laughs> is that gonna be? Doesn't he have like title? Is that gonna just be on title or whatever the music service? Uh, yeah, but they they released it on iTunes earlier this week as well. Okay. So but it's, not, it's like, available Spotify. to buy. I I can't find it on there. Yeah. Um, maybe I didn't look hard enough. I think it's because uh, they spent four seconds trying to look for it. But. I think it's because of title. That's only why it sucks yeah. to add different services and stuff like that. Yeah. But yeah. Um, but yeah, that's cool. Um, so I just wanted to briefly mention that uh, I did finish Twin Peaks through the second season, um, and there's a, a prequel movie that comes out that was made after that, and then uh, Twin Peaks: The Return, which is the series that came out in 2017. Um, that I've been watching on Showtime. So the uh, the second season ended, and all the stuff that I loved, a lot of the things I loved, and I was like, there's a lot of weirdness in that show. Uh, I got to a point uh, where, like, nothing is resolved, and the show just ends. And, like, there's, like, eight different storylines that went nowhere during the show, and they didn't matter at all. And I went online, and people were like, you know, that second season really does suck. And I was like, God damn it. I've only heard good things about this, <laughs> this fucking show. I even saw this this article. If There was like, if you're preparing to watch The the Return, here are the episodes you need to watch. And they're like, if you just want the main story, watch like these eight episodes. If you want like a little more, watch these like 12. And it gets like bigger and bigger. And they're like, only if you're a super fan, watch all the episodes. And I was like, well, I guess at least I've done it now. Uh, so that second season is really weird. The movie is very weird and I didn't like it at all. Um, I'm not, I, David Lynch, who directed all these and stuff, um, and is like the co-creator of the show. I don't, I liked the show a lot, but his movies are really weird. He just has like a really, really strange view of the world and I would love to (laughs) see inside his head. Um, but I've, there's a movie called Mulholland Drive, um, with Naomi Watts and, I can't remember who else is in that, but have you ever, have you heard of that or seen that before? What was it called? Mulholland Drive. I've heard of it. I don't think I've ever seen it. So I I I think it came out when I was working at a video store or somewhere around that time, whatever. And and it was like one of those movies that like I kept hearing about like in, in film circles, like oh this is such a brilliant movie. I tried to watch that that movie like so many times. It is the fucking weirdest shit. Um, <laughs> I have no idea what's happening in it. I've watched it three times never finished it and just been like, I don't even know what the story is. It's so weird. Um, so I, 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 maybe his movies aren't really my thing. Um, but Twin Peaks, the return I've been watching on Showtime and it's, uh, it's pretty good. It's pretty weird as well, but there's some really cool concepts some some weird concepts. Um, but I like it enough. Uh, what sucks is they got a ton of people back, which is great, but not everybody. And one of the main characters that I loved so far hasn't shown up. And so I'm hoping, but um, without the people that you loved on the show, it's kind of like, oh, that kind of kind of sucks a little bit. So, yeah. Um, so I'll let you guys know once I finish that one too. But <laughs> my Twin Peaks journey is uh, weird. <laughs> How many episodes are in in a season? That seems like an extra long episode or, or season if they're like just watch mm. like you know twelve or whatever. Yeah. So it's weird. Like the first season was one of those. There was like it was like six or eight episodes or something, and mm-hmm. it had like a. It's like all about 
this body they find of Laura Palmer, and it's like, who killed Laura Palmer? And that bleeds over into the second season, and uh, spoiler alert-ish, but it's like this is what people know is like kind of to watch really Twin Peaks. It's like episode eight in the second season that they actually like find the killer. And so if you there's like 16 episodes, but they're stretched across two different seasons. And then wow. after that, it's like they change gears because they've solved that mystery and they change gears and go other ways. And it's just like a lot of weird, some things that are really, really bad and strange and some things that are really cool. And mm-hmm. the story, like, it's like you can watch the last episode of the second season kind of ties back in with Laura Palmer again and it's like here and there. But for the most part, it just like they just try to do whatever and it just didn't work. So, um, and then the new season's like 17 episodes, I think. So, okay, okay. So, I'm like, wow. uh, I'm only on episode like four, I think. But it's like a couple of decades after that first season, aired, yeah, or the, the, those first couple of seasons aired, right? Yeah, but it's uh, it's kind of cool. Um, there's a, a, a part in the show where someone says to there's like some a lot of really strange sci fi and like fantasy kind of aspects, whatever, like uh, spiritual aspects or whatever. But someone tells um, the main guy in, his, in a, like a dream that they'll see him in 25 years. And this was filmed and like released like 25 years later. And oh, so wow. I don't know how that really came about. I'm, I don't want to look up much about the show in case it's ruined for me. But after mm-hmm. I watch it, I'm, I'm curious to look it up and be like, how did they plan that? Or like, did Showtime be like, let's just do this because we're getting yep. up to that. And I, it was almost like I, didn't, I don't think he expected in the early 90s when he filmed that to be here now. And, like, be like, yeah, let's actually come back 25 years later. I think he just kind of put yeah. it in there as, like, a joke or, like, a thing. Uh, so that's really – once that happened, I was like, holy fuck, that's awesome. Like, this was, like, a planned <laughs> third season 25 years later. That's pretty fucking epic. But I don't really that's know crazy. the backstory of it, so. That's funny. That reminds me of on Community. Did you ever watch that I still on have NBC? it, no. I need okay. to. Man, it was, it was funny. Like, the first yeah. like two or three seasons were great, mm-hmm. and it was still pretty good after that. But in the first season – some uh, one of the characters offhand mentions Beetlejuice. Mm-hmm. Same thing in the second uh, season. Somebody says Beetlejuice once. In the third season, somebody says Beetlejuice, and in the background, you see somebody in a Beetlejuice <laughs> costume just walk by. Like you would totally miss it if you didn't didn't know to awesome. watch for it. But yeah, it's one of those weird things. Yeah, that's good. I've heard they have a lot of quirky stuff in that show like that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. it gets it gets nuts. The uh, the D and D episode is one of the oh, yeah. craziest things nice. I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, that's good. good. I need to watch that, Josh. Uh, my brother-in-law mentions that show a lot. He used to watch that a bunch. Um, mm-hmm. It's like one of those that I have on my list. And it's actually like high up there. Like I really want to watch it. I just never yep. gave it a shot. So need to. Yeah. Pop culture's Donald Glover is in it. It's oh, fantastic. Oh, yeah. That yeah. guy. I hear he's he's kind of big. He's kind of a kind of a big deal. He uh, succeeds on almost every project he, uh, Seriously. he works on. Um, it's almost like he's a, a genius, but he doesn't constantly have to tell people about it. You know, not... Mm. Uh, not like a, a certain rapper from Chi Town. Mm. That's right, Common. I'm talking about you, bitch. What? <laughs> no Common's cool. Anyway, let's move on. Yeah, so tell me about Incredibles 2. Incredibles 2, it was a movie we saw. Um, so, yeah, we went last weekend or two weekends ago. Fucking yep. time displacement. Nice. Um, we're like cable over here, you know? <laughs> time traveling back to the past. Oh, man. To, uh, to talk about a movie with children. Uh, in it, uh, so uh, Incredibles two. Um, I I purposely tried to stay away from what the overall story was about. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I did pick up a couple of things, and that it was supposed to pick up or supposed to pick up after the um, the first movie ends, mm-hmm. like pretty pretty close to that. And it certainly does. Uh, and it's 
all the better for it, mm-hmm. I think. Um, because the, you know, the original movie came out like 14 years ago. Yeah. And if they were going to keep pace with that, you know, the, oh, the kids would, yeah. would be grownups by now and it'd be like a whole thing. But um, it's, man, are you, are you planning to see this movie? Oh, yeah, yeah. Steven, you need to see this movie. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. So I, I'm not I'm not going to spoil anything. Um, but I do want to say that um I love that Elastigirl takes the lead in this movie. Mm-hmm. She's like the lead hero. And I cannot wait for uh, Comic Con to come around next month in, in July and to see like all the, the little girls that are dressed up as Elastigirl, you know, with mm-hmm. the combination of like Wonder Woman and we've got Elastigirl and Captain Marvel just around the corner. This is a great time to be like a female superhero yeah. fan. Um she holds her own and the way they use her powers in this movie, it's not just like stretching to grab things here and there. She's like, it's inventive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, cool. So props to Brad Bird for how this movie is directed. It looks great. There's actually a scene in this movie that takes place at dusk, which hardly ever happens. It's either at, at night with all mm. of these uh, neon lights or, you know, just regular um, street lights or something to mm-hmm. that effect that we see in most movies or something takes place where it's bright in the day and the, the lighting's good. There's actually a scene that takes place at dusk. It's a little bit difficult to see, but I kind of dig that. Yeah, yeah. You know, we don't, it's just not something that we see. There's um, different colors that are used, kind of like some, some burnt oranges and maybe a, a few pinks here and there mm-hmm. uh, for the lighting. But man, it just they outdid themselves. It was awesome. When, when we went to go see the, the movie in the theater, it had, um, uh, Craig T. Nelson. Um, man, I can't remember Elastigirl's actress's name. Um, crap. God, damn it. It's a, it's a U-shaped, uh, thing for your hair. Uh, <laughs> man, what is her name? Man, I feel bad that I can't remember it, but it has the, the voices for a few of the characters, including Sam Jackson as Frozone. Um, and I think Brad, bird himself is in there and they're just talking about how um you know we know it's been a long time it's been a long wait but trust it's it's going to be worth it and for them to holly hunter thank you um for them to put that at the beginning of the movie um is pretty ballsy because um you know if the movie didn't live up to it you have a fresh reminder that they failed right at the top of the movie when you think back about it but god damn it this movie lives up to it um, I enjoyed it so much. Um, uh, I, I, I think this might be the, the movie to beat for, well, I was going to say for actual summer, but I don't know that we're in actual summer yet. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, look, it's, it's not, it's not going to touch Infinity War for me personally, mm-hmm. but, you know, for Disney, like, superhero movies, <sighs> this one's, you know, kind of right up there, so... Hopefully yeah. they, they keep it going. But man, holy shit, this was a, a great time at the movies. Um, well, that's awesome. I've, I've heard nothing but good things so far about it, and uh, which is great because you never really know with a sequel. But I think for the most part, Pixar and Disney have been good about sequels lately. Um, I haven't even seen a bunch of them, but I heard like good things about like Finding Dory. If not like that, it was great. That it was like good, and um, they don't really have to seem. They don't seem to have too many like really bad movies. Um, mm-hmm. It's just like not so good or like really fucking awesome. Um, yeah. so yeah, it's, it's cool. Uh, I'm glad to hear that. Um, Oh, Oh, Oh ah! God damn it. Steven, this movie, um, <laughs> has a, a, a mini movie, like a, a Pixar short uh-huh. in front of it. Um, and it's called, I think bow, like B A O. Um, it's, um, man, I, I can't spoil this one for you either, but <laughs> holy shit, man. I know There's he's, a part. He's like food. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, um, that's all I really know. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to say anything about anything. Don't ruin it. 
So Batman shows up. Oh, fuck, uh, again? <laughs> he gets fingered. Oh, um, <laughs> wow, what? Yeah. Disney. Yeah. Wow. It's, yeah. The, the camera stays locked on his uh, bat butt for quite a while. Yeah. Took a turn. Alfred to the bat cave. <laughs> I don't know what <laughs> voice that was. <laughs> to think of like Alfred to the bat cave as a euphemism for Batman to have sex. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, anyway, so uh, about this short, um, the the shorts are typically silent, like there's no actual dialogue. Sometimes there's human voices, but it's just like uh, guttural sounds mm-hmm. or you know gibberish or whatever. Um, does the same thing with this. Um, there's music and stuff, sound effects, whatever, but it's mostly silent. That said, there's a part in this short that's maybe five minutes long, where the audience, all of us, were just like. <gasps> <laughs> like all of us gasped. Like That's cool. we couldn't believe what happened. And it, it, it even though it's a, a short, like a short film, mm-hmm. it takes a little while to get the resolution of what we just saw. Yeah. But I'm and, so and then once you get it, you, once you get it, you're like, oh, okay, I see what they did. And I, whoever directed this is, uh, holy shit! I can't wait for them to get like an actual like full length movie because this was Damn. done masterfully. So. Definitely uh, recommend Incredibles 2 and the the short in front of it, uh, which you'll have no choice to see if you go yeah. to the theaters. But it is totally worth it. It's, a, again, a great time at the movie. So go out there and see it. That's... This episode brought to you by Incredibles 2. Incredibles 2. Sponsor of Let's Talk About Huff. I don't think there's any way in hell Disney would sponsor this episode. No, no. <laughs> again, it's a real Warner Brothers move, Disney. <laughs> Did not sponsor us. <laughs> Uh, that's, that's okay all, that's all great um great stuff though uh and i'm like super pumped to see it um i mean i still need to watch the original one again it's been a while and i want to mm-hmm. watch that um she's out of town mm-hmm. right now uh, <laughs> but when she's back this weekend maybe we'll just skip that and maybe just watch it uh maybe watch incredibles 2 like on saturday or something sure yeah and, and just so you and the audience has a heads up there's no after credit scenes or anything Sweet. so once it's it's over it's over and uh man it's uh, a, a great movie. Uh, well, that sounds great. And jumping off of Disney stuff, I don't have this on the script, but uh, I just read right before we got on the show that Slash Film confirmed that uh, Disney re-upped their offer over Comcast for Fox. And, yeah, uh, yeah. Apparently, they they accepted that. It was like seventy something billion dollars in like stocks mm-hmm. and, and cash. And I think with like the inflated like gross for like the because it was like a um, like a stock option, mm-hmm. not option, but. Um, a, a good chunk of that is stock uh, mm-hmm. for Disney, uh, which is a smart move for, you know, the Fox executives because yep. they know Disney's going to be just like printing yeah. money. So, you know, <laughs> just cash that in. Just don't even worry about anything. Just yeah. retire and be done with it. Just cash, uh, cash the checks. But um, another portion of that is just like cash. So it's kind of like a split mm-hmm. um, stock and cash option. And so altogether is the equivalent of what I read was $85 billion. Wow. Which I can't even imagine eighty-five billion dollars in cash, like in my mind. Mm. Like it just seems like a a number that I wouldn't. I have no. I I, I can't even fathom Mm-mm. what what that amount of money would be. You know. Yeah, it sounds uh, ridiculous. Uh. <laughs> like like I know that that Disney is a mega corporation. Yeah. And they own a lot of stuff, but like w- when I saw that, I was like, Does Disney have eighty-five billion dollars? <laughs> Is that is how much money does Disney have? Yeah, that sounds ridiculous, right? Like they would that 
that is a massive amount yeah. of, of money. For for the amount of properties that Disney already has under their umbrella, that that they would acquire all of Fox's properties under that, and that that how I guess like how much would Fox's be uh, percentage wise of the for, full portfolio now, and then subtract all of that out basically do that math so that that's how much they spent and like they should have that much more basically like if mm-hmm. if it was like one sixth of what disney owns ha- like has right now that's like one sixth of what they might have to pay because they're like yeah. that's what would be worth it to them right uh that's like insane oh my god i, I yeah I it, it just blows my mind yeah <laughs> blows my mind but anyway i just want to mention that briefly uh that it seems like that's maybe going through for real and it's like on the one hand i'm still like unsure about disney having so many properties but at the same i'm like Bring the fucking X Men in. <laughs> Do them right. Do them right. It was it was kind of a weird thing where Comcast was like, because they've been talking about how they're going to make another offer. We're going to make another offer, and they finally put their offer out. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh man, we we may not have the X Men hanging out with the Avengers after all. And then Disney's like, zip, <laughs> <laughs> just whip out their old uh, Mickey Mouse dicks and yep. and oh, uh, wow. say, hey Fox, come check this out. Mm-hmm. Um, hey Fox, how's this mouse taste, bitch? Wow. <laughs> Disney, the official show sponsor of <laughs> Let's Talk About Stuff. What's, you know, it's funny you joked about Apple shutting us down earlier. I think Disney actually has the power. Um, they got secret <laughs> Much like He-Man. Man. Oh, yeah. Everywhere. You know what? We don't need their money. We don't need Apple. We don't need Disney. We don't need Fox or any of those other conglomerates. You know why? Because we have RC motherfucking cola. <laughs> we got that RC money behind us. <laughs> I feel like RC's money behind anybody would be like they can sponsor a, a PB like a uh, baseball team. <laughs> you talking about Herman? <laughs> they can sponsor PB Herman, <laughs> like a little league team. They, you know, like whenever they have those up at like a, a fast food restaurant, they're like this is our team. That's like yeah. that's their budget. The little sluggers sponsored by Squirt. Yeah, I know what you're exactly. saying. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about stuff sponsored by RC Cola. They gave us a it's dollar a great fifty fit, a year. Though. It's a great fit because first of all, we share a color scheme, mm-hmm. right? The red, white, and blue. We have a few additional colors, but I'll change that shit. Look it's Photoshop. Our, I'll change it immediately. Look at our shirts right now. I know. I'm blue. You're red. You're also white. I mean, it's all it's all coming <laughs> together. <laughs> now, on top of that, it's like both RC Cola and let's talk about stuff. Like, how do you find it? Like, is it worth going mm-hmm. <laughs> under your mm-hmm. way to get it? Probably not, but you know what? It's enjoyable if you like that kind of thing. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm wondering now too, how you mentioned that we kind of willed it into existence uh, everywhere. You said you went to the, to get the fountain drinks and you mix the Pepsi and the Coke. What if you went back next time and there is RC in the fountain drink? Holy shit. Would you burn that place to the ground or i would just take ownership of, oh, okay. of that location sure, sure. like guys i've done it this is I my am now yeah this is me and that is why i'm peeing on all of this stuff so oh, wow you're gonna say that while prepare, you're peeing yeah prepare for some wet candy bars you know i don't like wet candy bars brent where you're gonna eat them when, oh, you come to, man. when you come to britain's gram <laughs> um all right, so I have a few more things on here, but I'm going to skip a couple of them because uh, okay. I don't really want to keep going for the two hours. Uh, okay. So I'll, I'll maybe mention those re- uh, some other time, but we had talked about Boondock Saints recently. Okay. And I rewatched that the other day. 
It was oh, interesting. Did you watch just the first one? Yes, not the second one okay. yet. I do want to watch it. I need to find out where it is online. Um, okay. But if, if anywhere, but um, the I used to love this movie. We talked about this uh, the last time or whatever you had mentioned it. That our group of friends that we met in uh, loved this movie as well. And uh, I have to give it a little credit because I I had to think back during it. Not how I was watching it now, but how I found it. Because I found it. It was like one of those things, like it was on some TV station uh, late at night and I stumbled upon it and it was like mind-blowing and it was so cool. And like, it's just like this like elevated B movie or whatever to me. And it was how so How old neat. were you when you, when you came across that? Uh, 14, 15. Okay. Maybe somewhere in there. Um, okay. And so it was like younger and, uh, but I, and I loved it. Um, and watching it now, I was like, there's just a lot of, I don't know. Some parts were really good. Willem Dafoe, I, th- I still think it's like an amazing performance. Yeah, he's, he's great in it. He gives it his fucking all. Um, but I definitely Dude, feel... Dude, that one guy. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely feel that it's... Uh, it was like stylized in some good ways and some bad ways. It felt like he was really derivative of like Tarantino. Like that was definitely like the angle he was coming from. Um, and some ways I liked that and some ways I didn't. But also like I thought about how I've changed as a person. When I first watched that movie, I was... Uh, I was still going to church. I was uh, a Christian and everything. And that movie is about like two guys thinking they're ordained by God to kill people, kill the evil people. And so I was like, mm-hmm. in a weird way, even though it's nothing about Christianity in America, maybe that's everything about Christianity. That uh, <laughs> it's like it was like, yeah, vigilante justice is so cool. And I, I've always been attracted by movies and stories about that, at least if not mm-hmm. really believing that. Even like superheroes, right? Like vigilante justice, but. Yeah. Um, but like religious vigilante justice, like ordained by God, it all, it, seems so, it all seems so cool. Like the prayer they do, like all this stuff seems so cool. And now like not being religious anymore and also being very like anti-gun, um, I was like, this doesn't feel like a good movie. I don't know. Like there's just something about it. Like I was trying to portray that and be like, all right, well, how about Tarantino movies? Like I still mm-hmm. love Pulp Fiction and all these other things and like Reservoir Dogs and whatever. But um, this one just felt a little, I don't know, a little off. Um, rewatching it this time, so I was, I was intrigued. I still, I had a lot of nostalgia for it, but it didn't quite hold mm-hmm. up either. So it was a weird mix. Your taste had changed enough to where you yeah. were like, you know what? Uh, I'm looking at this from a different angle. <laughs> I can get that a little bit. And I wondered with you um, when you had said like you cut, you liked it, you kind of liked it, or whatever. When you watched it with mm-hmm. our friends and stuff, but um, can you remind me like how did you watch it with us for the first time or with that group? No. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you exactly where I watched this. So yes. um, I, I actually borrowed this from uh, a friend that I worked with, or a mutual friend of ours. Mm. He said that uh, St. Patty's Day was coming up. He said, uh, yeah, I watch this movie every year on St. Patrick's Day. Um, movie came out in 1999. I think it was like mm-hmm. 2000 and, I don't know, six or seven, something like that. So mm. not like a big feat to watch this every <laughs> every year yeah. uh, from its release. But uh, as part of his tradition, he lent it to me. Uh, I think the next day was St. Patrick's Day, so he's like, you have to bring it back to me tomorrow. <laughs> really wasn't in the mood to to watch it, but I sat down and watched it. Uh, it was in the back bedroom of the apartment that uh, my now wife and I mm-hmm. were living on uh, on uh, Riverside mm-hmm. in Tulsa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there was a, it was a two-bedroom apartment. Um, I remember we had a futon in the back. I know this is monotonous details, but I do feel like I have to impress Stephen with <laughs> the stupid you, knowledge. You do, and I'm picturing this now. This. I don't remember ever seeing that room, though. I'm, I'm picturing that apartment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it was past the sex dungeon. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. It was just on the other side of that. Gotcha. It's the, uh, the playland. 
<laughs> gotcha. It was a ball pit. It was a good, good time. Oh, the ball um, pit. It's good, but it's uh, But yeah, so um, I, I watched it and I was kind of like hesitant about watching it. Um, mm-hmm. Just because, I don't know, sometimes I have to be in the mood to watch certain certain movies, especially when yeah. I feel like I'm being rushed or whatever. I'm just mm-hmm. kind of like, Ugh, I guess I'll watch this now. I remember liking it at the time. thinking it was, you know, kind of a good, but not, you know, wasn't blown away. But uh, I could see why my friend liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, but yeah, so uh, a few years later, the group of us went to go see mm-hmm. All Saints Day at uh at the amc here in tulsa and uh i, I remember liking that as well couldn't tell you what happens in i know it. Uh, I, I know the yeah. uh um one of the uh the the characters from dexter is in it i, I can't remember her oh, name either but she's in a, a different um a different role altogether so i didn't even recognize oh, yeah. her mm-hmm. but um I, I remember liking that one too mm-hmm. but i i haven't seen i've only seen each of these movies once interesting That's as far as my my uh experience with them mm-hmm. goes yeah, so I used to watch that all the time. Like, once I saw it on TV, like, I bought it. I used to put that in, like, constantly. Um, but, yeah, it definitely, my, my tastes have changed. Uh, my ideas about the world have changed a little bit. And, uh, and so it was really weird to watch. And part of the reason I asked is um, I didn't know, um, like, how you felt. We haven't really gone back and, and talked about our, our history with, like, um, religion and stuff or, like, how you've ever mm-hmm. been brought up. I can't really remember. But at that time, like to me, that was a big part of it. Is I was like Christian, and so like it, I realize now looking back, like oh, it fit into that because it has like crosses everywhere. Like I was at a cool Celtic crosses at the time, and had this cool prayer, and it had like it ended in Latin. I love Latin and stuff, and mm-hmm. um, so I, like, to me, it fit with me. But for you, I could partially see that you just wouldn't like it because you weren't really religious at the time. Um, first of all, let me double back to a minute ago when you said I used to put it in all the time. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I know some other <laughs> listeners probably caught that, but uh, <laughs> listeners, I'm with you. Uh, that's all I could focus on <laughs> while you were talking. <laughs> I was like, don't forget, don't forget, don't forget. But um, oh, yeah, so God. I mean, there, there's some religious stuff in here, but there's also like at the time I watched this, I wasn't an atheist really, mm-hmm. um, but I've never been like a fan of religion. It just it seems so like silly to me. I don't mean to disparage anyone's religion mm-hmm. out there, but uh, it's not a personal attack. It's just kind of how these things are in my head. Mm. Um, so I, the religious part, I, I, I really didn't get like stuck on, um, okay. because yeah. there was just like action and like, you know, violence, like just as a, as a younger dude, mm-hmm. it was a very much a younger dude movie yes. and, and yeah. aimed at that. So uh, if you can get in that mindset, I think, I think it's kind of fun. Um, or at least from what I remember of it. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, okay, I, cool. I, I'm, I'm, I was curious to see how, how well it would hold up and yeah, if the sequel would weird. be, uh, similar to that. I know. Um, I, I need to watch it, but I was expecting to re to really kind of still like the first one. I figured mm-hmm. I'd, I would be like, I'm not going to watch it all the time. Like you used to, but like, I figured I would like it. And then I was just really like, Hmm, I'm not sure what I think about this. So I wasn't yeah. as excited to like jump into the sequel. And this was just a few days ago, but, uh, yeah. but yeah, I'll try to watch the other one over the next week or so and see, uh, I'm kind of curious what I think of that one. Cause I've only seen the second one in that, in the theater with you. And all those guys, uh, I think it was the only time, so. Yeah. Um, I just looked it up, and it doesn't look like All Saints Day is is streaming mm-hmm. anywhere. Um, it doesn't even have it listed on Apple, like, to buy or to rent. Weird. Um, you, can, you can get it on Vudu or PlayStation or mm-hmm. YouTube, uh, Microsoft. Uh, 
I guess they have you movies. Get it on Ming, my favorite <laughs> search engine. <laughs> or you can get it on Fandango now. Wonderful. Oh. Everyone's favorite. So stupid. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I did, I did that. Um, it's not, there's some other movies um, I've seen that I, I liked as a child and then revisited as an adult. And I was like, wow, that was so bad. And I should not have watched it because... It was a, such a great memory. <laughs> this is not quite that. It, I still liked it overall, mm-hmm. um, and I might revisit it again. And I definitely want to watch the sequel and see how that holds up too. But, um, but yeah, just uh, a little bit, little bit dis- of a disappointment, basically. So, yeah, yeah. Um, I think yeah. Um, part of my feelings now, like I, I couldn't untether them for what I know of Troy Duffy as a human being. You yes, know? insane. He, yeah. he would, he's like the the Kanye of filmmakers. <laughs> yeah, and he didn't even do anything yet. He just put a script out there, and he became Kanye. Where's your house in Montana, Troy Duffy? Um, he's like, it's a dumpster out back behind my mom's house. <laughs> That's where I do it's my. Great. It's the greatest fucking dumpster you could ever ask for, bitch. It's where I, I do all my creative thinking. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, he definitely was a, a dick and that was part of it. Um, one of the things I noticed in this time too, I didn't notice before, uh, I always liked the more orchestral music they have in it. They have like this like Latin song, whatever that plays a lot throughout it, and it's kind of cool, but there are other like rock interludes. And I remember in that overnight thing, he had a band and they were supposed to do like the soundtrack and all the stuff. Yeah. I don't know if they did the sound. I can't remember how that all played out or what he used, but it sounded, it sounded like, uh, a bunch of guys in their garage who put together a soundtrack for the movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it sounded that way, <laughs> yeah. and not a good way. Um, like they. But weren't Stephen, they're it. artists. You don't understand. <laughs> you can't wrap your head That's around true. it. That's true. That's exactly how they needed it mm-hmm. to sound. Um, yeah. Okay. I guess if you put it that way, it's lo-fi, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember part of that as well. Now that you mentioned it, um, yeah. Yeah, I remember there being some drama around it. Like mm-hmm. somebody was one of his band members was, I guess, wasn't playing something properly. So they brought in somebody else maybe, or mm, something like to that. Right, like yeah. there, there's some type of drama around the whole like filmmaking process. Yeah, God forbid something just go smoothly. Yeah. on Any part of this production. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now it makes me want to watch the overnight. And, uh, yeah, that I would definitely time. watch again. Yeah. Right. That was great. <laughs> <laughs> I like to watch a, like a train wreck happen. So. That's oh yeah. Fun. Um, yeah. but yeah, so then, uh, we had also talked, about revisiting some other movies and i did okay. and this was a great experience i'll say it right now so, so brent excited. yes all right here's what i did i okay. had recently watched first class again right that's how we kind of brought it up and then okay. i but it'd been a few weeks and then um i was you know we talked about x-men and x2 and how much we used to like them but we were like scared to, to revisit it because it might be like okay. spider-man right where we're just like yeah. "Ooh, this doesn't hold up to me for my money they totally hold up. Oh, they wow. are so good. Awesome. I so it's really interesting. I like the way the story is done. Um, partly is is why I liked it so much. It's it feels different than like Marvel, but in such a good way. Like they, you know, that first movie like Wolverine is kind of doing his thing, and like they kind of show everybody like a little bit like Rogue in the beginning, and then Wolverine, and then um, the X Men like come and save them. Like Storm and, and Cyclops come. And it's like they're already like a fully formed team and there's already a backstory. Yeah. And, but it's like they're a small team and they're bringing everybody in. So it, it's not like Avengers where they built it up like one at a time and brought them all together. 
and it's like a, a world that didn't have superheroes in it. This is like a world that has had them since like the at least you know Germany or whatever, and probably further on. But in mm-hmm. this in these movies world for right now, all I've seen is like you know, uh, can't think of his name uh, Magneto. You know, as a, as a kid in Germany and the concentration camp. And uh, oh, man, that is one of the greatest like so opening good. shots to any film. Yeah, yeah, and it sucks that they had. I thought about this too. They had to redo that for first class because it led into that story. But every time I watch it in first class, I'm like, this is so stupid. This works so well <laughs> in the other movie already. I don't need to see it reshot, like shot by shot remake. It's just, yeah. I get like that. That's where they were going with the story. But like, I really, really hate it that they did that. Because yeah. uh, it, it works, it worked really well as it was, you know. Um, but yeah, so it's, it's cool to see like a world where they kind of existed, but on the fringe and then like, uh, Professor X is like kind of built up the small team and then there's other ones out there and it's like it's just a different feeling than like MCU and then like like Justice League and stuff in the DC universe where the way that they brought people together was really all kind of jumbled and weird and stuff this this felt more natural mm-hmm. and it worked really well and the story and the way it plays out when how they all started like forming together and like how Wolverine doesn't trust them and you know he and Cyclops have beef but he also really likes um Famke. Jean Grey. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And all that stuff. Like, the way it, it all works, it's just... It, I just really liked it. X2, that scene we talked about in the beginning, still fucking holds <laughs> up uh, with Nightcrawler. It's yeah. phenomenal. It's so good. The effects still hold up. The only thing the effects that I really noticed are bad is in the beginning. It's so, like, early 2000s. Um, where, like, it's like Professor X is talking, and it's like this, like, brain like uh electrical pulses going through it it looks so fucking fake and over stupid. his narration yes and then, like yeah. it like zooms around everything and it's like bringing in the the font it's like yeah like coming at you and it's just stupid uh yeah you, you're still right good. i'm glad you brought that up because yes that was an early 2000s <laughs> yeah. thing where they, they did that with the spider-man movies mm-hmm. even though that was a different movie studio they did that with um with like ghost rider as well oh, yeah. it, it okay. would always like it would always like um have you travel through yes. whatever <laughs> character's logo it was? Yeah. It's such a weird thing. I'm glad they stopped doing that. Oh, I know. It's, and it's so dated. So that was part of it. And then part of it was just the effects are just really bad. There was a noticeable difference between the first one and the second one. Like they, they're definitely upgraded, but they're not, it doesn't look good. Right. Um, mm-hmm. it's kind of like the word art of special effects. Like it feels like anybody just could have put it together, <laughs> like painted different colors and it's like, whatever, you know, move yeah. on. But, um, other than that, I thought most of the effects held up. Um, that line we talked about with Toad and Storm, <laughs> I tried to like play to my mind and be like, "What if Josh Whedon directed this? What if Josh Whedon directed this? What if this was the Avengers?" I kept trying to like picture yeah. that in my head. And that was kind of yeah. a fun activity, but um, it, and I could get there a little bit, but it was hard for me to. It, it's that line is so bad. I've thought about it as being so bad for so long until you mentioned Josh Whedon, and I was like, "Fuck, the line is good, and it could have been good. Like, given a different mm-hmm. context, it at least could have been good." And, yeah, with uh, a different delivery, yeah, like you said, yeah. Totally different. But, uh, so I watched those two. There's no fucking way I'm watching Last Stand. Um, maybe with you someday, super drunk. Uh, otherwise, I don't want that in my world. Um, yeah. What is the X-Men Origins Wolverine? Don't, uh, yes. don't care to ever see again. Uh, the Wolverine I thought was a good movie, but... But, but wait, you're going to skip the movie with the debut of Will I Am? as a mutant wait is that is that x-men's wolverine or x-men origins x-men origins wolverine yeah i'm gonna well, have to skip I am it. Is in it i'm gonna have to skip it um uh, well is that okay hmm. with you i mean do you like that movie listeners this is when the show went off the rails oh 
Remember, Ow. whoever's running our, our wiki page, <laughs> which is which is me. <laughs> this is where there was uh, blood in the water. Um, yeah, well, I am is the the dividing line. Um, well, I'm I off mean, the show. Well, I am is okay. Um, <laughs> no, he's bad in it. Um, okay, cool. Yeah, no, yeah, we're on the same page. Um, the legendary. <laughs> well, I am. <laughs> like, get a pop rapper in here. That's what we need. Damn and uh, make Deadpool extra shitty if you can. Uh, so that's the thing. Give the fans what they don't want. Really got to stay away from that. Uh, but overall, like, like we've discussed before, I, I don't need Wolverine's backstory. And then they also really, really shit on all of that. Really, they really, really didn't do well, right? So, yeah. Um, so I uh, skipped that one. Uh, the Wolverine, I like that movie when it first came out. Uh, I watched it like once or whatever. They had some cool moments in it, some cool fan mm-hmm. things. But um, and I know I, I've never really paid much attention to the storylines where he was in Japan or, or whatever. Um, but and I know a lot of fans do love that stuff. So maybe that was like better for some people. But to me. I was like, I could skip it as well because it doesn't really, it's still again his backstory and I just don't really care. Like I like, I like the Wolverine. Once I saw X-Men again, I was like, yes, this is the Wolverine I like that he doesn't remember. He's like figuring stuff out. He's just fucking pissed. He's just living life or whatever. I like that grizzled Wolverine. Mm -hmm. So what I ended up doing was I watched X-Men, X2, and Logan as a trilogy. (laughs) All right. Fantastic. Stick with me. So... You have to basically be like, kind of like I said with Twin Peaks earlier, with like one season, two season, 25 years later, another fucking season. So if you, sure. you have to imagine, it doesn't really work, right? Like X2 kind of ends and there's like a lot of cliffhangers and stuff. And like all these characters obviously are, there's not a lot of cliffhangers. There's a few cliffhangers and there's a lot of characters that obviously are going to live on or whatever. And then Logan starts and it's like everybody's fucking wiped out. It's just like Logan and Professor X and mm-hmm. you know, n- no, like mutants aren't really around. So that's a big jump. Um, but just for like movie's sake, it's a cool idea, I thought, um, to try it because they're the only ones that I really like a whole lot. I realized like first class, even though I kind of like it still, I don't, I, again, I just don't really need it. It has some cool moments in it. I'll watch it for that. But for story-wise, whatever, Days of Future Past, we don't really care about. I, don't, I think there's more of them now. I don't even fucking know. Um, <laughs> but uh, so stick with these. These are the ones I'm like, if I broke down the X-Men franchise and all the movies that have come out these are the three the ones the only ones that i really like so i was like that's the trilogy and it's all about wolverine and that's kind of cool yeah if if that was the fox trilogy that like the fox marvel trilogy was Mm. those three movies it would be just like out hit it out of the ballpark yeah two 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 sports references in this episode (laughs) you don't have to do one for 50 episodes (laughs) all right (laughs) don't worry that won't happen (laughs) Uh, but uh, but yeah, I, I think those are three great great movies, mm-hmm. or at least from my recollection. Yep. Um, I, I rewatched Logan, I think like a, a year ago mm-hmm. or something like that, and, and really dug it. Um, did you watch it on the the uh, noir version? So uh, I made my own. Uh, I didn't have access to oh. it. It was on like HBO or something, and mm-hmm. so I was watching it that way. And I just turned the color down on my TV. <laughs> so it was like I know it's like they like color timed it and spent a lot of work to make it like really like good black and white. But I was like. Yeah. Pretty much, and it was fucking. In a pinch, yeah, it was stellar, dude. It was so cool. Is yeah. that how you is that how you watched it the second time or whatever? Time? Uh, yes, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought it was yeah. great that way. It's cool. It is kind of a different experience. It is, like, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's a cool, cool thing. It it, it lets you like focus more on just the um, 
cinematography alone. Oh, for sure. Without yeah. like the blood really showing anything. Mm-hmm. Um, the, and the violence gets a little bit muted that way, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, a, there's one scene, I can't remember what it was, one of the, uh, the attack scenes with the little girl that I like, I rewound just a little bit and put it in color just to see like how bloody and stuff it was. And I was like, man, this is like a completely different experience. It's interesting. Yeah. Uh, but that was cool. Yeah, I like that. Let me uh, rewind a little bit and go back to the first X-Men movie where you were talking about mm-hmm. um, how uh, it, the, the team is essentially formed and they go and get uh, Rogue and, and Wolverine. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like that those two characters are our gateways into the X-Men. Like we're mm-hmm. seeing everything through their eyes. We're discovering things as as they are, you know, who these characters are and what their powers are, what their, their school is about, mm-hmm. you know, why they have these uniforms and everything. Um, I always like those like catalyst characters. Yeah, me too. Uh, as as a gateway um, on the '90s cartoon series, that was Jubilee. Mm-hmm. Like it was yeah. the X Men were already a team, and then Jubilee gets brought in, and that's how it's, it's kind of a a fun like writer's trick to introduce these characters without just being like this character is this, and yeah. he has these powers, and he can punch <laughs> babies and all of this weird stuff. <laughs> what a weird power! His name is Baby Puncher. Yeah, what do you well, want? That makes sense. They're bad babies, don't worry. They're fucking dicks. Um, uh, the other thing I wanted to mention on uh, The Wolverine. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. That one is just like slightly better than okay to me. Okay, Like yeah. it's like, I like the idea of it more than I like the execution of it. Mm. I think it looks fine. A lot of people complain about the ending of it and spoilers if, if you've never seen Logan, but there's a giant CGI uh, battle at the end. Um, that one really didn't bother me so much as the... Uh, the main thrust of the story wherein Logan gets his healing factor shut down. And throughout the movie, we see him pop his claws and suck them back into his fucking hands. And there's no blood dripping out of his body. Oh yeah. Like if he can't heal, he's got these six fucking open wounds. that should be just like spewing blood constantly. Or they could at least like wrap up his hands. So, so it like soaks up the blood yeah, or, you know, some, some cool put some effort into it, but we see in the very first, the first time we see a cinematic version of Wolverine, <laughs> he has claws that like cut through his hands. And then later, in a later scene, he mentions that it hurts every time he has yeah. to do that because his, again, his fucking claws cut through his skin. <laughs> so maybe, maybe address that. Yeah. No, and it's, um, yeah. So I, I remember like liking the Wolverine. I, I thought you liked it uh, more than you just said, uh, but we've never really, we haven't talked about it a whole lot um, at any point. So yeah, I mean, not a lot to talk about. I yeah, mean, okay. I don't know. It's not, not, uh, it's just okay. <laughs> Slightly better than okay. You know, that entire clip. That was so good. Yeah. Ringing endorsement again from Brent here. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so so that's good. So I, I think it's skippable, basically. Like, um, yeah, I might watch the Wolverine again someday, but like where I don't care to watch like um, Days of Future Past, really, or or X Men Three uh, specifically. Um, but I was like, this is like my new trilogy, and I'll just make up the story in between, or like just be like, that's a gap. Uh, let's just go forward a bunch of years and everything's kind of fucked now and it's just a really good solid uh wolverine trilogy which you had mentioned if they had just done that um that would have been so rad and i'm like trying to picture now if they had just done a wolverine trilogy a la like batman begins you know like nolan's batman series it's like man that would have been fucking cool (laughs) well speaking of a wolverine trilogy 
I know at like Walmart, they will have these, um, these like weird, like bundles of movies, like it's a three disc thing, or sometimes mm-hmm. they can fit all three movies onto yeah. one disc or, or whatever it is, like a package thing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, they discount them and they sell them or whatever. Um, and you also see them at like truck stops from time to time, yeah, like yeah. they hang around trucks, truck stops cause <laughs> I'm classy. Look, they have great showers guys. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh God. but um can you imagine some like fat dude in his like late 50s he's like i heard these wolverine movies are pretty good let me buy this and see what's up what, what it's about so he watches wolverine origins <laughs> then he watches the wolverine and then he watches logan can you imagine oh, the wow. like leap in quality yeah seriously. that he would he would see that's a, uh it's funny because they get better. Like Wolverine is definitely better than <laughs> Origins, but uh yes. man, Logan is like a really fucking stunning movie. It yes. is like yeah. so well done. <laughs> yeah. It's cool. Um uh, yeah. Uh and what's neat too is I you just remember me too, um, how well it's done, but also the story of Logan, where it's like he has a girl under his charge that he needs to like take care of and stuff, and like doesn't really want to though, um, mm-hmm. at first and has to like take on responsibility mirrors him with rogue in the very beginning of x-men and uh so it was a really cool kind of three act structure a little bit where he does that and then you imagine like he failed her eventually because she's not around and we just don't know why and in this trilogy universe and then he gets here now and now he has he's like i don't want to fucking do this again um you know i did that before and i didn't take care of her uh i don't want any part of this at all and now he has to, and then uh, to see him like step up again in Logan, it's like really awesome. So mm-hmm. uh, it was just really cool. I would, I would definitely recommend it. I would. It is totally safe to watch X Men again. Um, I would definitely <laughs> give it a shot. I want to hear back whenever you get to it. Um, but don't worry, don't fret. It's good, man. Steven, I think you've just made X Men great again. <laughs> oh, finally! <laughs> you did it. Maybe. You're an expert. M X M. Just GA hit the shit out of my microphone to do that <laughs> stupid cross arm thing worth it it looked great on the podcast don't worry <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so uh, oh. definitely check that out uh, at yeah. some point man because it's good yes alright well it's really late <laughs> yeah. do you want to wrap it up we probably just wrap it up here yeah <laughs> alright well uh, we don't know what we're going to do next week for our 50th uh, except read your emails. So send them to <laughs> let's talk about stuff podcast at gmail.com and uh, send anything else as well. Have, I haven't really checked it in a while. Have we gotten any uh, anything? Nope. <laughs> that's all right. That, that, that's, that's not 100% true. We did receive an email from Kent Blue a, a few episodes back, but um, I didn't uh, read it on the air because uh, we had our wives on, on that episode and mm. I, I knew things were going to get way derailed um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because they were on. Um, now thinking back, uh, that's what we've done this entire episode is, is derailed. Oh, it was us the whole time. <laughs> I, I didn't think it was uh, weird that they kept uh, just on the podcast. We would be talking about something, then they would just derail it and talk about trips we were taking in our personal lives and coordinating all of this different shit. I'm just like, okay, but can we wait just a little bit at least? <laughs> Yeah, it happens. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of editing, so that was, that yeah, was fun. I bet. Yeah. Um, and I apologize. It's not your fault. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, uh, send us your emails and all that stuff, 
and we'll read some things and um, maybe maybe we'll fill the time with other things or maybe it'll be a 15 minute episode for once. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, 15 minutes. That's uh, three hours long. Sure. That's uh, pretty much that's that's part for the course. Um, yeah. You can follow Let's Talk About Stuff on Twitter and Instagram at LTAS pod. You can follow me on Letterboxd and Twitter at Stephen Fisher 22 and Brent on Twitter and Instagram at Brent Hippard. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, it is late. It is uh, now 3.30 in the morning, folks. We've been at this real late for you. <laughs> and... <laughs> and we started at 10. That's so weird. Crazy. <laughs> That's how much we edit out of the show. <laughs> yeah. It takes a lot. Like a lot of people think we don't edit the show, <laughs> and I understand why you think that, but you would be surprised at the amount of editing that we have to do to make it sound... Only substandard. Guys, listen, we edit it from five hours to three, and that takes a lot of work. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Could you imagine recording for five hours? Holy fuck. Oh, my God. I know some people do, like, marathons of that. Uh, no. Yeah, no. not for me. That's a lot. Yeah. That's, that's too much. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, so uh, we'll see you next week for our 50th. Uh, we're excited. And uh, until next time, I'm Steven. I'm Brent. And let's talk later. Zoom, 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 zoom. The sync word is the entire Pledge of Allegiance. Oh, damn. It's going to take me back. How about wired? Wired? Wired. Okay. We can do that. Somebody's been reading magazines oh, and possibly man. jerking off. <laughs> oh, why is the wired all sticky again? <laughs> oh, technology. <laughs> I am kind of that way, though. It's going to be one of those shows. Yeah, good times. <laughs> Technology and jerking off. <laughs> Keep refreshing. That's a good start so far. All right, so wired on three. One, two, three, wired. wired. Zoom, 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 zoom.